So the picture of the promised land is when, when God provides in the promised land, it's more than enough. It's Amen. to propel us. It's to increase. And so what I want to mention here today is how do we receive from God so that we can, we can uh, get out of the wilderness Amen. and get into the promised land? Amen. Because God has some promised land living for each and every Hallelujah. one of us. Hallelujah. And, and maybe you've been suffering through wilderness moments. You know, you don't have to stay there. In fact, the wilderness was only meant to be a place where they spent a small amount of time. Amen. Isaiah so, 40, 31. But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Briefly what this is saying, the reason why sometimes things haven't shifted in your life, and this is not just something that I, I read, it's something that I've also lived, mm -hmm. is because God is waiting to teach you. He's using that situation to bring insight about who you are and who He is. Yes. And know that that situation, if it hasn't broken yet, is designed to renew you and is going to make you stronger. Amen. With that Amen. ability to mount up on wings as eagles mm -hmm. is after you've waited. Mm -hmm. That ability to run and not faint mm -hmm. is after, after you you have been renewed. Oh, so I want to let you know God loves you so much that even what has been designed to kill you is going to work for you Amen. and is going to serve you for a greater strength. You cannot lose when you're plugged into God. And I One of the ways, the foundational way to encounter Jesus is to encounter him through his word. And so if I want to go deeper, I need to go deeper in the scriptures. I need to go deeper in the word of God, studying it, praying it, reading it, meditating on it, and in doing that. And then secondly, if we're talking about hearing his words, out of going deep in the scriptures, and it's encouraging, if you want to go deep, continue to train yourself to listen for that still, small voice of the Holy Spirit. God has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. And he's given us great and precious promises Amen. that by these promises we might be a partaker Hallelujah. of the divine nature. Hallelujah. In other words then it's not about the promises, it's about the divine nature. Amen. The promises are detailing what already belongs to you. Yes. It's detailing what's in that divine nature and we can use the promises as literally keys that unlock various chambers Amen. of that divine nature. Amen. But ultimately the divine nature, Christ himself, is the answer. No matter what you're dealing with, Christ is answer. And the Bible is saying that our words are like a rudder. It, can ha it has the power and the ability to help us turn our situations around in such a way that we can begin to align to where God wants us to go in our destiny. If we have the right words, we can literally turn things around despite the storms in our lives. You know, declarations are so powerful. But the key thing is they are really linked to prayer. Amen. You know, very linked to prayer. Jesus taught this in Mark 11, 23, 24. Mm -hmm. These are Jesus' words. For assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, mm -hmm. be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Amen. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you will have them. So you see, the first part of it is talking about if you say. Amen. And the second part is when you pray. Amen. So Jesus wants us first to pray. Yes. He wants us to believe yes. that we have received. Then he wants us to declare. Amen. To make the confession, to move the mountain mm -hmm. by our declaration. Yes. Understand the word of God. It's very difficult for the enemy to mislead us. When we know who our God works, according to the Bible, 
Note that God cannot do something totally unique, but we know it is God. You can sense it. The works of God or the words of God or the moves of God, you can sense it through the Spirit. And may you sense the presence of God upon your life. The presence of God, why is the presence of God so important in our lives? The presence of God is what drives every fear and it drives confusion away because when God is present he gives you the direction and the words that you and I ought to go so you can never have a breakthrough without the presence of God you may know the words of God you may know the word of God you may be very active in your church but if you don't know how to to connect or to let the grace of God work through you to connect you to his presence things becomes a very very difficult revival is when the presence of God takes residence in your heart and you begin to recognize God in every way of your life and you respond by doing that which the Bible says to do. So re revival is not about feelings, but if you look in the history, we've, we've made it a feeling. That's why we see it comes and it goes. But true revival does not come and does not go. Revival must be still be there because it is a transformation it is a reformation it is the raised this presence of god that comes to dwell among us